Let's imagine the not-too-distant future. You feel more in control of your photos than you ever have before. You look forward to the regular creative dates on your calendar. You're moving forward on that project that means so much to you. You are on fire with inspiration, and you are finally scrapbooking consistently. This is not a hypothetical, it's a real-life possibility. And for the first time, I've created a workshop specifically focused on the problem of consistency. It's called Sparked, and I'm excited to share it with you for free. Visit simplescrapper.com sparked to get access to the training and make this possibility your reality. And they can get that instant gratification of, oh, I could do something with my photos again. So I think of it as kind of like a gateway drug back into scrapbooking. Welcome to Scrapbook Your Way, the show that explores the breadth of ways to be a memory keeper today. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilson, owner of Simple Scrapper and author of The New Rules of Scrapbooking. This is episode seven. In this episode, we're exploring the Project Life app as one of the easiest ways to be a scrapbooker today. I'm joined by Simple Scrapper creative team member, Brian Randon, and Simple Scrapper member, Patricia Detloff, to discuss who the app is great for and how it can be used in a variety of ways. Hey guys, I am so glad to be with you both tonight. Could you both start by sharing just a little bit about yourselves to help our audience get to know you? Sure thing. Um, this is Bree. I am an executive dis- assistant for a government affairs team in Washington, D.C., um, but I live in Northern Virginia, so that gives me a nice long commute to do some scrapping on the go. Um, I live with my partner, Jay, and I have a three-year-old named Abby and two snuggly, crazy dogs named Max and Matilda. I've been a digital scrapbooker for a little bit over a decade as well. That is so terrific. Thank you. Welcome. This is Pat, and I have been a scrapper for over 20 years, most of it here and there and hither and yon. But since I've got with the scrapbook, the simple scrapbooking community, it's been go, 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 go. And more is getting done in the last year than the earlier 20. Um, I'm retired. I live in southeast Michigan, just north of Detroit. I have um, my dear sweet husband, Bruce, and three sons, Scott, Edward, and Michael, and six phenomenal grandchildren. Hmm. And uh, I'm enjoying life as we're supposed to live it, I guess. Well, I am so excited about today's conversation, focusing on the Project Life app and kind of the big picture context here, as I mentioned in the intro, is that I'm kind of positing that the Project Life app is one of the easiest ways to be a scrapbooker today. So I'm going to put that question to you guys, and we're going to talk all about what the app is, what it does, and how you can use it in a multitude of different ways. But before we get to that, I would love to hear what is exciting you right now. Pat, why don't you get started? Uh, Right now I'm excited because I refound the Photoshop Express app on my phone. I put it on there a while back and never looked at it, which is common. However, I looked back at it again recently and found that it is absolutely incredible. And there's so much to do in it, in your phone, on the go. And it's a godsend to quick photo editing. 
Uh, I love the Scrapper Commune, Simple Scrapper Community. It is phenomenal as well. There are so many great people, Brian, Caroline Wall, Natalie Schmidt, just to name three, who I chat with often, but too many to name without forgetting them. So those are two of my great things. Well, you're just too sweet and too kind with your words. Thank you. Oh, it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bree, what about you? Um, well, for me, I have a couple things. Um and they're completely opposite. So I sort of rediscovered my brush palette inside of Photoshop. Um, I've been using brushes for years, but I use them primarily for stamping. And I've been rediscovering digital painting. So I'm actually trying to mimic the look of oil pastels and watercolors and use that more on my scrapbook pages than I have in the past 10 years. And on the flip side, for the first time in forever, I have purchased myself a paper product. I bought a digital, or I'm sorry, I bought a traveler's notebook and I'm starting to use it for my planner for work. And I'm just excited to have something to have in my hand because I spend so much time on the computer. Whoa, that is big. <laughs> it is. It's huge. Epic news for those who know me. <laughs> well, I hope you will keep us updated on how that is going. And if that project turns out to be something that really continues to excite you. Sure will. All right. So what's exciting me right now? I think I'm going to have to go with the shameless plug. So one of the reasons why I wanted to have this episode is because we have a workshop coming up at Simple Scrapper, and this is inside of our membership. And this is part of our new pop-up workshop series. These pop-up workshops are designed to be fast and fun and you know, light and breezy in the sense that you can just dive in, learn something new, play a little bit, experiment and explore, and kind of get your feet wet with a new topic. So we're going to have these once per quarter, and our first one is called Aptastic. And it's going to be so much fun because we're going to be covering the full range of apps that are applicable to scrapbookers. We'll be talking about phone apps and tablet apps, as well as Android and Apple compatible. So don't worry about that but really helping you figure out what should you try and what might be that, you know, silver bullet or at least the fun addition to your creative workflow. Cool. Yeah, it's just That sounds so exciting. I can't wait to see what everybody or well, what everybody offers and you know, talks about while we're in the community. So yeah, because I think that the the community aspect is really going to extend it because obviously I can't cover every single app in the teaching portion. So there's the conversation mm -hmm. I know will extend that go further into features. And we'll hear more about what people use and what they love. So I think it's going to be fun. For sure. Great. All right, let's dive into today's discussion. So we're talking about the Project Life app. And I want to give just a little bit of background if you are not familiar with it. So Project Life is a system developed by Becky Higgins as a way to do traditional scrapbooking, that's how it started out, without using scissors or adhesive. Um, it's all card-based where you insert photos and cards into pockets and you don't necessarily have to do any embellishing. All you need to do is add your photos and add some words to the cards. A very simple system at its basic level, though of course we creatives love to add fun things. <laughs> And I know both of you have done that digitally as well. We will talk all about that today. Um, but in 2014, Becky Higgins launched the Project Life app, a way of doing this pocket-based scrapbooking on your phone. And that's kind of changed the game for a lot of people. And that's what we're going to dig into today. 
the Project Life app allows you to create these pocket pages um, in 12 by 12 and 6 by 8 format, but it also allows you to do photo collages. You can order prints directly from the app. You can even order photo books of your pages. So it has tons of features, and I know they're working on more. Are there any other particular features you guys think I need to mention here? They have greeting cards that you can mm-hmm. make right in the app. And for those who are having problems or want to know more, they have a whole series of video tutorials in the help area. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've not explored that. So that's super helpful. Thank you. They have everything from wedding to baby, you know, things that you might not necessarily go and have a template for or have supplies for if you're a digital scrapbooker you might not have you know a graduation kit or something on hand and they're super easy and you can order the cards right from the app or my favorite feature is the fact that you can just download them on your phone and then you know print them or send them off to walgreens to get the same day if you want um so it's a pretty easy access you know photo card system and they, they seem to oh yeah and they're always adding to them um, so at this point, there's, Pat, what do you think that there's got to be at least like, maybe like 40 cards or 50 cards in there or something at this point? There's uh, a lot. Probably close to that. Yeah. Probably close to it. I've never counted, but. <laughs> you scroll for a while. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So, I scroll um, and scroll and scroll. Yeah. And, and that's how I do my Christmas cards most years. It's just super easy. Yeah. And you can, oh, and I forgot, you can still edit your photos the way that you can within the app itself and mm-hmm. um so if you need to brighten a photo when you're putting it in the photo card you can do that add up contrast etc now when you're doing editing it's actually not in the app right you have to um it links directly with PicTap go is that correct there's yes, there's no. two ways yeah yeah there's two Definitely. ways the first way is that you can just bump up the contrast or saturation or the brightness but then if you want to do further more nuanced editing you do have to go to PicTap go and it'll take you out if you have that app installed on your phone, it'll take you out to the PicTapGo app and then bring you back in when you're done editing. Cool. So I think one thing we do need to add here is that the app itself is free. Um, but there are yes. lots and lots of in-app purchases to download these digital kits of supplies to add these little cards to your pages. Um, well, it comes with the series of, of uh, journal cards within this, the original app. But if you're like me, you want more, more, more. So you go in and you're able to purchase them from 99 cents to a dollar ninety nine, and they're adding tons constantly. They are. Yeah. And I'm going to mention later. I would say one of the feature requests I'd like to see is related to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and speaking of the card, like the actual, just as a side note, the actual um, greeting cards, those are free. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So why do you guys think this app is so popular? Ooh, Pat, you want to take the first crack? (laughs) Sure, the pure simplicity of the app itself. Um, When I started, that's the first thing I did is to make something simple. And you just plug and play your photos. You go right to your photos. You pick the ones you want. You pick a color for the back by a drop down. And it's done. And when you get a little further into it, you go, but I want to write on it, and now we can write on it, and now you can add the uh, journal cards. So the simplicity of beginning is phenomenal. You can share it between your devices, iOS and Android-friendly. And the thing I just learned very recently is you don't need Wi-Fi to do it. 
Oh, that's super handy. Yeah, and that's, I would say I know that because I've used it on an airplane before. I would say that I've done most of my Project Life app scrapbooking when I'm on an airplane coming back from a trip (laughs) because there's really nothing else to do. So Pat really hit the nail on the head in terms of that ease and simplicity. That's why I wanted to have this conversation today. I've been in so many situations where I've talked to somebody who said, you know, I used to be a scrapbooker. And I feel like this is such the perfect thing to introduce them back into the modern hobby today. And maybe they'll stick with this. Maybe they won't. But it seems like such an easy, fast entry point. Oh, just go download this app. Try it out. And they can get that instant gratification of, oh, I could do something with my photos again. So I think of it as kind of like a gateway drug back into scrapbooking. Right. I actually have a funny story where I was in line at Michael's. And it was right before Christmas, and there was a woman who was buying a Project Life physical kit for her daughter-in-law, I think. And she, I had kind of overhearing her, and she was like, oh, you know, I used to scrapbook. I'm just going to give this to, you know, Sally, and um, hopefully she can make something with it because I can't do it anymore. And I literally pulled out my phone while we were waiting in the Christmas line, and we went through and we did a project together, or we did a page together on my app. And she downloaded the app while I was sitting next to her because it was free. And she started scrapbooking right there. That's so awesome. I also did think that there's a couple other things that make it just the reason it's so easy now is that obviously it's so compact and it's on the go. But I think the price point is really, you know, a driving force for, you know, you can show people something that's easy and that's on the go. And, you know, if it's not cheap. They're still usually, especially if it's something new to them, they're not going to want to do it. They're not going to want to invest that much. And with the Mm -hmm. app being free and the card kits being 99 cents, when the same exact digital content, which is still cheaper than physical content, but that same digital content is, you know, eight bucks or 10 bucks for a pack on your computer. Right. I think that that is helpful when you can just be like, hey, yeah, it starts with some free stuff and you have 99 cent options. And you have more than enough to keep reusing as long as you want. Well, that 99 cent price point is such an impulse purchase. Um, I know I've bought certain kits where I just wanted to like, it's going to be choice A or choice B, but I'm not sure. So I'm just going to buy both and then see what happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Because who's going to say no to 99 cents, right? Right. It's actually pretty genius and you get to keep reusing it. Right. Definitely. And then the other side of it is the ability to upload your journal kits to Dropbox mm-hmm. and you can pull them in that way as a, as a photo. So you're able to use what you've purchased for your regular scrapbooking, you know, uh, digital scrapbooking in another way. So you're talking about Project Lifestyle cards, so either three by four or four by six that you purchase from another yes. online manufacturer or that even, you know, like yep. Allie Edwards, for example. Journal cards. Right. Mm-hmm. Ginger Scrap, Sweet Shop. Yeah. Yeah, Lilypad, all of them. And you just save them in your Dropbox and you pull them through. And they're essentially just a photo according to the app, but it still behaves the same way. Right. Now, are you able to journal on those now? Yep. Yes. Um, there is a caveat. You cannot journal the same way you journal on a journaling card, which has its own bounding, like text box mm-hmm. built in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, if you purchase the add-on for freeform journaling, which about what was it? Was it three dollars or that one? That one I don't recall. I re- recall the one about adding your own fonts is five dollars. But yeah, but I, think I don't that remember the, the freeform was 
Yeah, I think the free form was only like three fifty. It wasn't even five dollars, I don't think. But that enables you to line by line add your own journaling on anywhere on the page. So that would include any journaling cards that were brought in as photos. Well, and then actually that gives you the option of not dating on the journal card. Mm -hmm. It would give you the option of dating somewhere else, like in a corner. Exactly. To make sure it's it's logged that way. So you remember what year you did it or (laughs) what what year it happened, what year it happened. Oh, so you're talking about basically putting text over photos as well then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just did, and I haven't uploaded them. Uh, No, I did. I uploaded two pages uh, last week, one about the weather and one about my husband not knowing where anything is anytime soon. So should be in the wedding vows. Uh, But I was... It was um, journaling or, or putting notes on each picture to explain or make a smart remark <laughs> um, to make it funny. But yeah, it's it's right on the photos. Well, that's terrific. And I love how they've made these small tweaks over the years because I know those features weren't there in the beginning. Um, because some people may not want to use supplies at all. They may want a really photo and words heavy approach that's super minimalistic. Right. And you can do that in the app now. Yeah. And when I first started with it, you could not. And it wasn't Android friendly either in the beginning, I don't think. And now it is. No. Well, and there is one thing that I really like, especially since we're talking about the journaling, the fact that you can write anywhere. It is, and I found to be very important for me, you can actually make titles a lot easier now. Mm Because before it just felt with the text boxes and the way that they worked and the journaling cards you could never quite center with, with the way that built-in text boxes that they used to have were. You could never quite get your journal, or I'm sorry, your title centered right or in the right font. or It just never seemed to look typographically the way that I want my pages to look. Right. And then with the addition of adding in your own fonts and adding in the ability to journal anywhere on the page with those two add-on purchases, I right. now can have pages that I would do that look as though I would do them in my Photoshop suite on a Project Life page digitally. Wow, this is so cool! I'm just excited. Ex- <laughs> and you went away from your digital. <laughs> no, I love the app. I I could sing I its praises all day long. I use it constantly, and I just love yeah. all the different. I could get into some like like more nitty gritty tweaks and tips that you could use it for, but I. I think that that would be subject for maybe another, another yeah, podcast. Yeah, another. We'll have a little bit of time in a few minutes to maybe share some adi- a couple additional tips. But before we get to that, let's kind of dive into some of the different ways to use the app. Because I'm trying to think about people are going to use it for, for different purposes. Because I've seen so many different approaches to using it that may not be what you think of in terms of just creating a page. And we'll talk about that part first, but there's other ways to use it as a tool as part of your scrapbooking. Um, But first we'll talk about just simple pages, no outside applications involved. Do you guys do that type of scrapbooking with it or do you always add more? Go for it, Bree. I I definitely do. I find that I use them just because of my style of scrapbooking. I use more... I hate to say these they're not throwaway pages because that's not the truth. Um, but there may be pages that I wouldn't scrapbook if I didn't do them in the app. Like I might not take the time to capture something very, very ordinary in my life. Um, 
if I had to go sit down in my Photoshop and edit all the photos and make, you know, very, this designed page and stuff. Cause I do, I mean, I do enough of that. You know, I have all these other books that I do for that. Um, but I find that, you know, it might just be, if I take 45 pictures of my daughter, just looking cute, sitting there, you know, playing dress up, you know, I might not have a big story for all of that. And I find that those are the kind of pages that I just do. Oh, look, I have really cute pink cards in the project life app. And a lot of these photos are sort of similar. I can put them all in a grid in the Project Life app and be done in 15 minutes instead of me making this big artsy page. So I find that those are the ones that I don't necessarily, you know, export and add embellishments and stuff, whether these more just very, quote unquote, common stories that I would just like to catch. Well, that sounds like it also makes it a very easy entry point for someone who isn't really interested in editing photos and just wants to collect these images in a place, have a a place to put them and to maybe add some words to go with it so they can keep those memories. Right. Certainly. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, as you know, Jennifer, I had trouble with Project Life in the beginning because there wasn't enough stuff to judge them up like I like them. So I would make my page as, you know, the template of the pictures I wanted, bring it into a scrapbooking program and trick it out, you know, using either just that image because you can save these project life works that you do as images, bring it into even maybe Word, maybe, um, and add your embellishments and your extra texting and your fancy titles and have a hybrid in what I call a hybrid, or you can use it as a sketch, as it were, to remake the whole thing as a true whole, either digital or paper scrap. Well, that's one of the things that I was actually surprised to see people do and that I keep hearing about this again and again, that they will use the Project Life app basically to mock up a physical page that they're intending to use pockets for, but they just want to kind of get the arrangement laid out, um, possibly even use the same or similar supplies. Maybe not, but they want to figure out that arrangement of photos and cards, and then they're going to use it on their, um, in a tangible format. Yeah. I love how so many people are doing all these different variations. And I do the simple pages, but usually I end up doing what you had mentioned, which is I do, you know, I fill out, I edit my photos, I get everything set in there, and then I export a 12 right. by 12 page via AirDrop from my Apple computer right. because that's one of the exporting options. And it just opens up, I go right into Photoshop, and then I add some three dimensional embellishments and then right. I save it. So right. for me, I can get the best of both worlds. I can right. get very journal heavy. photo heavy pages that are flat and graphic looking or I can get something that's a little bit more playful and fun but I had an easy flat base now have either of you ever ordered prints or photo books directly from the app no no I will not be doing that personally although I have heard wonderful stories about the people who have gotten them but for me it's just far too cost prohibitive for me I do feel like the photo books are a little bit on the pricey side compared to some of the other options out there I have heard positive things about the quality though Um, I personally prefer to print with persnickety prints if I'm doing mail order all right I do a lot of printing at home to be honest yeah I do that's mostly what I do with from the house you know I do everything with photo books but I did the pricing and I, I have heard wonderful things about the quality but it just was, I mean, it was easily, I think, like th- almost three times the cost of a normal photo book. And I'm not a bargain 
shopper with photo books. I tend to do generally like you get what you pay for sort of mentality. And it still was even closer to three times what I normally would pay. And I was, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I priced one out and I think one of my average books would have been like $350 or something Ugh. like that. And I was just like, Ooh, that's a little so. much for me. Right. <laughs> that's a little thick for my blood. <laughs> I also yeah. think that I am too, um, while I am finishing oriented with my scrapbooking, there's always more to add. So I don't, I don't mm -hmm. have the desire to do photo books very much unless it's a very like specific, there's boundaries around it, like a specific vacation. I can't really see doing it mm -hmm. even for a year because I'm always going back and adding more pages. Right. Well, and I think when they added the extra sizing, I think that is one thing they have on their side because I think they do a 10 by 10 printed book. I think that would be great for those vacation, you know, those vacation albums and things like that. Um, so that might be an opportunity for some people to try out the quality of their prints and stuff like that. Um, it's just not something that I would do right now because I tend to do much bigger, thicker books. But yeah, I can totally see where having that ease and, and truth be told, that might be the price point might be worth it for somebody who just does not want to deal with exporting and, and dealing with bleed issues in um in like blurb or shutterfly or anything else there is an art to that and as a digital scrapbooker who's been doing it for a long time and i i build in a lot of bleed on my edges i still make quote-unquote mistakes with that and it is rather difficult depending on the company that you go with to figure out hey is this actually going to show up the way that i have it made is this going to come back and not be half cut off um, and the good thing about them being, at, you know, offering those printing services is that um, they've already built in all that that bleed in their books because they know their prints. They're all uniform. They all know what they're going to like look like when they get to them. And when you export a Project Life page, you kind of have to work to if you're going to be printing that as a digital book, you're going to have to make sure that you add some bleed on the edges to make sure that those because they have very thin borders that are around the edges of those page or pockets um if you're printing a digital photo book you have to be careful to not cut off some of those pocket edges and so that that's a nice thing if you're printing from the app and we can um maybe you guys have some resources we can include in the show notes for how to do that because um, some folks may have no idea what you're talking about but maybe there's a, a a blog post or a video tutorial that we can link to to share you know, what bleed is, and then if you do want to set up your prints for sending to a different service, how you would do that. Sure thing. And one of the things that, that came to mind when you were saying that was talking about the 10 by 10, because that's such a lovely size. 12 by 12 mm -hmm. in a digital print can feel so large, but 8 by 8 is so small. <laughs> and so 10 by 10 is a nice <laughs> in-between size. And, and, Correct me right. if I'm wrong. Isn't Becky Higgins really the only company that sells a 10 by 10 album? Yeah. Could be. Could be. I, I think that was Blurb might have been doing it for a little while. I could look that up, though. But that's a photo book. I'm talking about a, a three ring album. Oh, yeah. No, there's like nobody left. I think that they were really hot for like a year, like 2015-ish or 2014-ish, it felt like, maybe. I haven't seen any physical products after that. Have you? <laughs> no, not really. I'm also still waiting for We Are Memory Keepers to create six by eight albums so that they match all my <gasps> others. 
and preach. That's a whole other conversation, though. <laughs> Album uniformity. What do you crave? Yeah. What do you want? We want it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and see, I'm an eight by eight person. I like the eight by eight size. Yeah. I like it's you know compact, and you just don't make small photos or little tiny type. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. I do like the eight by eight. Well, and I will say that I have all of my digital layouts are printed as 8x8. So, because that's what the option was back then. It was 8x8 or 12x12. There was no other option. Right. I'm having an existential printing crisis right now. I have no idea what I want to stick with. I'm confused. (laughs) We can have some therapy later. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There's a couple other things that I want to talk about here. And that is... There's a section when you open the app and you see a little grid that looks like the design A, and that's where you make pages, but there's also a section where you can make photo collages. Mm-hmm. And these are a little bit different in that on the pages, they have borders between each section, if you will. But on these collages, there are no borders. So these are full page collages, whether it's on a three by four a four by six, or is there a six by eight? There is a six uh, by eight. Yeah. So these are super handy because you can create these collages to then export and just put wholesale on a physical layout, or you can put them wholesale into a pocket protector, or you mm-hmm. can even cut those apart. If you've ever mm-hmm. wanted to do Project Life, and but you couldn't figure out how to get those three by four photos, you can use the app to do that. Mm. Yes. Yeah, and it's a great way if you're trying to, if you want to actually, you know, life hack, if you want to actually try project like physically, but you're just not sure if you want to commit to it. I mean, that's a great buy a couple of those 99 cent kits, print them out at home three by four on those on a four by six um, collage. And then you can start messing with some of the three by four sizes and kind of get a visual on it instead of investing in a 25 or $30 set of, you know, 100 journaling cards that you don't even know if you're going to use. You just had, like, you just blew my mind a little bit because I was totally only thinking about photos here. I never thought about somebody basically being essentially a hybrid project lifer where they're creating mm-hmm. all of their cards in the app and then printing them out right. four by six at home and sticking them in physical pockets. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole other option here. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, another story. It's super cool. I love that there's yeah. different ways you can approach it depending on your desired end result. And I use the collages as um, as pages to be embellished. So I'll just export them into Photoshop and then I'll decorate them. And, and that'll be, you know, my set of three or four photos or whatever it is, particularly the six by eight one. Right. And, and it's just easy. I pop it on a 12 by 12 JPEG and go to town. Yep. There you go. There you go. Are there any other uh, approaches to this do you think that we've missed? Or have we really covered it all from... You know, super simple, let's grab a photo, grab a car, do some journaling, export, and we're done. Or even order your print directly from the app and we're done. All the way up to various ways to create something and then bring it into something else to get super scrappy with it. Right. Um, No, the only thing that that I I would like to not focus on but remind people is you have to journal. When you're making these pages... Put something on it. What is it? Where is it? You know, Christmas in Memphis, 2003, you know, so at least you've you've dated, you've got some idea, but make sure it's also dated somewhere on the page 
so you don't lose it when 25 years from now your grandkids say, Grandma, when was this? And you have to stop and think in your old age when you took that photo, you know. So I don't know how you guys feel about it. But as a, as a genealogist on top of being a scrapbooker, it's something that you always have to look at is to date and story. Well, and I would like to offer on the flip side because I use it for other things. I love just making it and using the Project Life app for art type prints. Um, mm. You know, so if you're not doing a genealogical or very story oriented layout or oriented layout, you know, don't be afraid to use it for something a little bit more abstract or a right. little bit more, um, you know, I've, I've done a really cool composite with a bunch of stained glass photos Ooh. with all the gritting. And mm -hmm. I enjoy doing that. So don't be afraid to use it for more of an artistic purpose, even though it is a structured app. Right. Right. Well, that actually made you saying the word art made me think of saving your child's artwork. You can either photograph oh. or scan that artwork. Oh, yeah. And then mm -hmm. you use the app to bring everything together in a way that's super easy. And then you don't have to actually keep the thing anymore. Yeah. I do that all the time because preschoolers are notorious for bringing home, you know, copious sheets of paper, <laughs> sheets of paper that are bigger than they are. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm not putting this in my house. I'm sorry. This is going to the recycling bin as soon as you turn away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> as mine are so. all still in the garage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, but you really can use the app for just about anything. So I'd love, you know, Jennifer, I know that you were thinking about discussing some of the projects that we'd use these for. So yeah. I'd love to hear if you've used them for anything specific. I, I am not a power user. And that's why I, how I recruited you guys as power users. I have, <laughs> no. let's see, I've printed a series of pages twice um that i just inserted into my regular albums and then i um have started and probably done 50 percent of basically a, a mini album or what's probably going to be just a, a longer series of pages from a vacation that go into my album and i Ooh. enjoy the process but i find that i do it when i'm away from home and then when i get home i don't do it anymore so that's maybe a mental thing on my part but it's been a barrier to finishing because when I'm at home, I'm definitely more tactile. I want to play with all these things that keep arriving in my mailbox. Um, but when <laughs> I'm on a plane or in a car, I will like, especially if I'm in a car, I my husband has so many photos of me with like a blanket over my head because I'm scrapbooking on my phone. <laughs> and I want to make sure that I get, you know, the exposure right on my photos. And the right colors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I wouldn't feel too bad about that, though, because, I mean, think about it. It's just a tool that that's when you know you're going to use it. Like, yeah, that's right. that's your tool for that type of thing, right. you know? The simple scrapper mantra. Make it yeah. work for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, but we did take the vacation to Savannah two years ago, and I want to finish that book. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. And I did all of my um, 2013 actual Project Life book. I have most of that done, and that was actually done in the Project Life app. And that was the only year I actually did it in the app versus mm -hmm. on my computer. And I'm like, I kind of should, I should go back. I got so caught up in doing it in all the little gadgets and stuff that you could add to it. And then I stopped doing it in the app. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and on any given evening or morning, you'll find me with my iPad in my lap with the most recent set of photos or the oldest set of photos on my phone, um, creating pages. And that would, that never happened even a year ago. And it's, you know, waiting in the doctor's office, picking up grandkids, you know, 
wherever you have to wait or sit or TV's boring or something, you can just do it. You can just do it and then look at it and, oh, yeah, that's wrong, you know, later on. But you've got a good start on it at the very least, you know. Now, is the iPad version of the app like full size customized for iPad versus, you know, some of those apps where you, you press the two X button and it makes it bigger, but it all sucks. Um, um, it's identical to the phone app. Okay. Um, which, which you do with the phone. And, but is it full um, screen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause there's some yeah, apps it's... where you can put them on your tablet, but they're not actually like, they've not customized it to actually for those dimensions. I can think of three on my phone on my ipad now that are like that yeah i think they're getting away from that though i think that was more the case like on some of the early rounds but i feel like most creative apps have sort of right like i think they sort of realize with the advent of ipad pro that they kind of have to you know yeah release a standalone ipad app there's still some holdovers but i think we're moving away from that yeah um, and you know, Jennifer, I was just thinking about it. You said different ways to use the app. I know that we're not going to get into it too much here. It might be more when we talk about Apptastic, but the ability to use it with other apps is something we should probably mention, like that you can piggyback. I think it's worth really? going into that. I think that is, um, particularly for those who are serious scrapbookers and want to know how this is going to yeah. fit into the rest of their repertoire. I think it's mm-hmm. worth diving into that. Oh, well, if you are ready, I am ready. So, yeah, Go I mean, I, I, well, and that was actually how I, I came to it real quick with a simple part, but, you know, I never do anything low key for long. And um, I immediately started, and this was before, I'll take note of this, this is before they added the ability to do journaling on, like, all over the page when they, they, they didn't have that add in available. Um, and so we were sort of, people that wanted more were sort of forced to look outside the app. And so that took them to places like the app over and letter glow and some other things. Um, and what you would do is you would, with those three by four collages, you would take your card or, you know, or your photo and you put them on the two, three by four slots or the four by six slots. Um, and then you export it to your camera roll and then you take that image and then you would bring it into your app of choice to play with save it into your camera roll again and then bring it back into the project life app and actually have that as a photo it's no longer quote unquote a journaling card which mattered when they didn't have the when they had the text box issue but now that um you can journal anywhere it's not so so much of a big deal but there's a lot of apps that you can find and i'm assuming on android as well i apologize i am only i'm pretty much apple everything but um, I know at least on Apple, there's the Rana Designs suite of apps. I use them constantly. And they actually release new products every month as well. Um, and so you can buy things. Um, you can buy more 99-cent decoration packs and stuff. All of these are add-ons, so it can get expensive quick if you you know go down the rabbit hole too far. But if you export those 3x4 collages or 4x6 collages, bringing, bringing them into the Rana Designs apps, she has a magic app, she has a couple of other ones um, and, you know, add in digital stamps on those photos or, you know, like, so there's one, when I was doing my daughter's baby book, I did that all in the project life app, but I would export some of um, some of her photos and I would put baby, you know, Oh, first steps, you know, a little cute scrawled calligraphy item. And I would put that on that photo and then I would bring it into the project life app. 
So there's ways that you can add decor, you know, and so you could add those stamps and you make them decorated. Or so, for instance, I would also do things in Keynote. Well, if I saved it and then I could do shadows with those elements and then bring them into bring that flattened image into Project Life app. So there's ways to piggyback off other apps in your phone once you really know how to use those other apps. As long as they give you the ability to save as a photo in your camera roll, you can bring those items back into the Project Life app. Or you can start from the Project Life app if you want to use it on the, the journaling cards and go vice versa, go the other way. So, I mean, it's, it can get very complicated depending on how many hops you do. But it is something if you really are looking for just one tool to do your scrapbooking and you want something a little fancier, that is something that is an option. So, and there's a lot of tutorials all over the web to do that. Well, it just sounds like it offers so much creative flexibility to go different directions and add mm -hmm. even more, as you said, design and, and whimsy to it um, that you may not be able to just in the app. Though there are hundreds and hundreds of kits inside the app with all different design <laughs> styles as well, but adding those different textures and, and layers of elements um, is super fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And that made me also think about the photo side of it is that we talked briefly about you can do some the very, very simple editing inside of the app. You can it connects closely with PicTap Go to do more complicated editing. But you can also use any of your favorite photo editing apps, export your photo and then bring it in to Project Life. Right. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I actually had another kind of pro tip. Um, if you have your journaling cards and they don't seem quite right, there are many adjustments that you can actually do within the PicTap Go app that are good for color changing. Oh. So if you want to increase the blackness, perhaps in, so say you have a pinker card, you go ahead and save that on that collage, export it, bring it into PicTap Go or another app, and you can actually change those color values. And so that's helped me, like, so when I had like a, like a pinker red and I wanted more of a deep red for a, a layout, like say a Christmas layout, and that's very easy to do. It doesn't work on everything, you know, of course, because there's, it, but it's just something that when you do want to get a little bit more in depth, you can do some of these tweaking kind of, you know, personalization efforts. That sounds kind of fancy. It is a little fancy. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's so fancy. I'm so fancy. <laughs> What else in terms of the way you guys use the app? Like your, what's your favorite way or the most recent thing that you've done with the app? I will take a series of photos and determine which ones I want and decide, you know, how I want it to look, what I want it to say. Is it two pages? Is it one page? Do I want to share it with anyone? You know, I mean, it's probably not the answer you're looking for, but it's, passing the memories along that I want to get over, get through uh, with these pages. And um, like I say, now and for in the future, um, for my family and for my friends. Well, I think that, no, I think that's the perfect answer because yeah, we've, we've mentioned a lot of different fun things that you can do, but mm -hmm. you know, when you come down to it, this is a tool that you can use to get more of your stories told. Right. And it, and and at this point in the game, it's not just the family. It's the best friends from 47 years ago or the friends that we just made 10 years ago. You know, the stuff we've done together to share with them so they have that memory because memories fade as you age. <laughs> and you guys don't know this, but I'm warning you. It's like retirement's a fallacy. So 
<laughs> but it is, you know, it's an, it's an important thing in my heart, how I want to do that. Well, and I think it, I think it is for everyone listening as well. That's why that's why we're here. Right. Why we consider ourselves scrapbookers, or at least aspiring scrapbookers, is that we have right. this desire in our hearts to right. document uh, this this life that we have. Right, definitely. Well, geez, Pat, I can't live up to that one. <laughs> well, I'm I'll sorry, sentiment- I'll I can't live stuff. up to the last thing you just said. So. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Tag team. Equal. Um, so, so um, honestly, I tend to do, as I was saying in the beginning, I tend to do a little bit like more frivolous types of layouts on the Project Life app because they're things that are quick and easy and they just bring me joy. So I just do, unless it's a project-based item. Um, so every month I do uh, a la Katie, Katie the Creative Lady. Um, and she used to be known as Katie the Scrapbook Lady from the Daily Digi Days. Um, she does her monthly roundup. And I also follow her lead and I do my monthly roundup pages in the Project Life app. Um, So I do one of those a month. And then I also do, it's just kind of a silly little thing, but I track all the books I read and all the movies that I watch. And I just do screen captures on my phone of like either the the cover or the movie poster. And I just put them in the three by four pockets. And um, it's just something that it's, it's very silly, but at the end of the year, I just like, oh, look, I watched all these cool things. And, uh, yeah. you know, and I read all these really great books. And it's just more of a visual representation than my Goodreads list, you know. Right, right. Well, and That's it's a it. super easy way of doing that because I've, you know, downloaded screenshot or downloaded images of, of some sort of media from the web and then had to resize them and then print them out mm-hmm. and stick them in the pockets. Whereas, you know, taking a screenshot or downloading the image on your phone and then right. putting it on the scrapbook page on your phone just kind of yeah, cuts right. out Super the middleman there yeah yeah and it's yeah. done like and at the end of the year i'm just like oh look i have like 10 pages of like really and i just like looking at them covers and posters are meant to be pretty so right anyway it's a silly right. thing but that's what i enjoy well, like right uh, now the most <laughs> around this along the same lines whenever we go on trips of course you eat your way through a trip so i'll make a note of every restaurant we went to and keep the um receipt and take Project Life and do a page of all the restaurants we went to while we were on that trip. Ooh, Ooh I love that. And idea. one year it was 4th of July week and we had fireworks. So the center, whatever one that is in Project Life with the big center and a bunch of little ones around, mm-hmm. that was a firework exploding. So then around it was every place we went and ate or bought wine. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that you have so. a separate category for the wine barn. Can I just make an official note? <laughs> but it, it, I every time I look at it, I remember that trip because it just epitomized everything. And when my son moved to D.C., that's the same thing we did as we took the pictures of the restaurants and the or or I'll download later their logos to put them in, and it's just. Yeah, I remember Poets and Busboys. That was an awesome restaurant or whatever, Mm. you know. All right. I've got two final questions for you guys. First off is what changes or additions would you like to see to the app? And while you think about it, I'm just going to jump in because mine, I like this one is the most frustrating thing is that I would love some sort of way to organize all of those kits and be able to say like, I want to flag this for maybe come back later. And yeah. but I haven't no. purchased wish, it yet. Wish list, wish list, or right? an ability to search by name. 
um, yeah, or just something. Something. Because I'm yeah. I'm always scrolling and then it, it it I go out and then I have to start at the beginning again and I'm trying to remember that's, where I was and it's brutal. Like and that's even when you try to change within like while you're working on a page, right? And then you have to like go from one to the other and it's just like if you had 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 the gall to try one <laughs> one in one pocket. Even if you used it on the rest of the page, you have to you go back to that one pocket and try to put in a new card. And it's like, nope, I got to scroll all the way back to the other thing. Or you go just... and you say, well, I'm going to test this or you screw up. And there's Adam Levine with his tattoos instead what? of what you wanted there. <laughs> I don't see a problem with this. I don't I know. Right? <laughs> no, yeah. I have a Super Bowl page I'm, I'm starting yeah, tomorrow. Exactly. And part of it deals with Adam Levine. <laughs> so... <laughs> Didn't but, see the game, but saw Adam. You know? yeah. <laughs> but this is what you do when you scrapbook. Yeah. You know, you like Carol Ann, you heard a song and it triggered a beautiful layout. You yeah. you see a face and it reminds you of someone, or you or you run across a something that you forgot about and you know, it's a page. And that's what's beautiful about scrapbooking is it triggers memories that are long lost in your mind sometimes. <laughs> amen. Amen. Well, That's awesome. Yeah. What I'd like to see changed is, you know, when I work in project or in Photoshop express with um, the project life pages, I can tweak the size of the, of the photo area to some degree so that it's, it's more personal to me how I want it to look and I'd like to be able to dump one of those one of those photo shots in project life and widen one or put it in a different place does that make sense do you mean crop your photos and no then... no 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 if you've got a nine slot page in project life and I want the top middle one wider than you know, so they're not all the same. I want I want the ability to adjust the sizes. So you want like a custom grid ability to be able to I drag those grid it, lines around to make it whatever you right. want. Right. To make it because every time I look for um, a page to use or a template to use, it it isn't always there in the in the app. So I use something that's almost there, but I. Sh you know, I'd look at the page, boy, if that was just the wider one in the middle and blah, 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 you know, okay. and does that, I, it's just me. <laughs> oh, I am. Well, that might be, you know, what might be an option is side note, using another grid um, app and then bringing it in on one of the, on the 12 by 12 mm -hmm. yeah. um, layout. They do have a 12 by 12 layout now, so you yeah. can import things that are larger. So it's worth mm -hmm. looking into if it's yeah, really frustrating you. Yeah, I'll look into you. it. But it, like I say, it, you yeah. look at it and you say, oh, I don't want to go to my desktop and do that. I want to do it now. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's fair. Like two or three-year-old, you know. <laughs> uh, and I'd like to be able to add my own background papers. That That's one thing. And not just a color. You know, yeah. It, it, that would be a nice addition. Oh, so you'd like so, a pattern behind the grid? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'd wonder how they would do that. That'd be interesting. Well, I was, I tried to do it like pulling in journals, journal cards from Dropbox. It doesn't work to try and bring no. it in as a photo because you have no, no option to, to uh, click on it. Yeah. And I actually did something like that where when I 
I actually agree with you. I wanted something like that. And so what I did is I brought it in, I turned off the drop shadows mm-hmm. and this is, this is a, just a janky workaround. So, um, when I went into Photoshop, I would select all the white borders with the magic wand, mm-hmm. create a layer out of that, and then use drag on a photo or drag on a drag right. on a background paper and then do it as a clipping mask. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it gives you the same look. Yeah. Um, but it is a lot. You're right. A lot more steps to work around for the layouts that you want that look. Yeah, for. Just I mean, don't make it's got to be the kiss mess method or forget about yeah. it. <laughs> so. Well, I'm the queen of making, you know, <laughs> workarounds, trying to figure out something else to do. So, right. Yeah. And what would you um, hope to see? Mine is actually really simple, and I'm. I feel like they could easily do this. I mean, then again, I'm not a computer programmer. Um, you know how we're talking about the three by four and four by six collages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, when you when you save those, you have to like save them, export them to the camera roll, and bring them back in to use in the app. I would like to just make them save them as like a document in the project life app. Cause you know, you can see them they're completed. Mm-hmm. I would like the ability to import those collages directly into the layout you're working on. Oh, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you have a four by six spot on your lay on say a design a, and you have a four by six collage or a three by two, three by four collages, why can't you just bring it into the four by six? It's just right. another step. So anyway, I hope that someday they can figure out a way to just, import things that are already in there into right. into your layouts right that would be super fun super yeah. easy yeah yeah hmm. but overall i'm pretty happy i can't complain too much yeah it's pretty revolutionary and you know then we can revert you know do we have the workarounds if exactly we, if we really need that special touch mm-hmm. so well you two are obviously super avid fancy if you will (laughs) digital scrapbookers um so we know that the app is perfect for you so who who do you think the app is perfect for um and who might want to actually use something different and not use the app okay for me that answer is everyone and anyone with a mobile device it's perfect for it's free (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious um it's free and the kits come with it. I mean, it's very simple to use. But if someone doesn't want to use that, if they don't want to use the small screen and they're only comfortable with their desktop, there are affordable programs that they can pick up and um, work in their comfortable place. Well, and also to think about the end result that you're looking for, if you want to do something quote unquote digitally using that word to encompass anything with technology but that has a more scrapbooky look Mm -hmm. you might not want to go to the project life app you may want to to learn photoshop elements or try a different app so that you can get that more traditional scrapbooky layered look it might be more fun and fulfilling for you but if you want to get stories documented and get your photos done something done with them quickly and you love that linear grid look then the project life app might be perfect People who want to try Project Life who are concerned that it'll be, they'll get lost in it. You know, as simple as it can be, there are people like that. All you have to do is ask. If they're a simple scrapper and they want to try it, they can contact Bree. They could contact me. Any of the, of the people who use Project Life, 
we'll be happy to give them a hand and 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 walk them through or help them oh, sure. you know tweak things out and i don't know that people realize that just because we're on computers doesn't mean we can't help sure you know and if someone is needing hands on i'm sure there's someone in their area that they can meet up with that would give them the time of day, you know? Well, and that's what I love about our community so much. It's just that, that uh, generosity of everyone to get your questions answered, help you work through something, figure out why something's not working like you think it should. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to, all the things that you guys said about, you know, who it should work for and things like that there. Um, I think that anybody specifically with a really long commute, um, or a lot of time maybe spent in perhaps uh, kid drop-off lines. What, what do they call those? Carpool lanes? Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, heavy travelers for work and things like that. I think that especially for, and, and I don't want to exclude anybody else, but I, I think especially for like working moms, um, mm-hmm. and not to say anything, of, of course, about stay-at-home moms, and that's not, but for people who um, are just not in the home for much of the day and don't have access to physical supplies, Um, it is really great for that option on the flip side. And you were mentioning the smaller screen. I think that for people with, um, accessibility issues with, with blindness or any hand tremors and things like that, any physical, um, maybe, uh, challenges in that way. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that the app would be very difficult. I don't know. Maybe I'm, um, overthinking that, but I, I know that I have some pretty thick glasses and sometimes even on my iPhone X, I have a little bit of, I do have to do a lot of pinching and zooming yeah i do um, that i do that on my 10 because yeah. it's just too tall too small on the phone yeah um and and like you're saying jennifer just anybody who's really looking for more of i mean you can do a lot with the workarounds but if you're looking for something where you can adjust a lot of shadows and you you want to do that sort of thing and maybe the app's not for you but if you're just looking for a really easy accessible way to do your storytelling this is a great option right well, and I think right. I want to underscore the point here that, and, and we talk about this all the time at Simple Scrapper and on this podcast, is that this doesn't have to be the only thing that you use. And we've, we've talked a lot about that today, is that this could be just one part of your hobby and you may choose to do certain things that are only use it like me certain times in certain places. Um, it's just one more tool we have in the toolbox of ways to be a scrapbooker today. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. There's so many. (laughs) There are. The choices are rampant. Yay. For lack of a better word. (laughs) Yay. But I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. What's the latest new thing? Let's go get it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of new things, um, I'd love to close with each of you sharing where we can find you. Maybe um, if you're on Instagram or you have a blog, things like that. And maybe what's, you know, coming up next for you. Um, well, I am, this is Brie. I am on Instagram only at this point. Um, so you can look me up. I'm at B as in boy, R E E O X D. So Brioxed. And, uh, you can find me there. And I think you can also search by my name, which is Brian, B R E O N R A N D O N. And, um, right now I am gearing up to take the whole family to Disney world. So I'm going to be <laughs> out for a couple of weeks doing that. And I am sure my Instagram will be flooded with just about every picture of Mickey available. <laughs> and then I will be doing a lot of, hopefully a lot of Disney projects with the help of my simple scrapper buddies, because I've never successfully 
completed a Disney album ever, so I'm going to need your help. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I think we're up to the challenge. I was going to say, do you sniff a challenge? <laughs> uh, this is Pat. I am on Facebook. I haven't turned over to Instagram. Um, Patricia McCarroll Detloff, D-E-T-T-L-O-F-F. Next, Biggie. Hmm. Recuperating from the Super Bowl party. <laughs> Ooh, and Adam Levine, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, every time. And also the, uh, you know, all the craziness over the holidays. It's it's still not uh, still not re, re, relaxed from all that. So well, and the winter doesn't help, does it? So no, it doesn't. You know, and and I uh, I'll be up for the next thing, and it'll be here before I know it. I'm sure. Thank you, Bree, and thank you, Pat, for the fun discussion. And everyone, thank you for listening. If you've not yet downloaded the Scrapbook Your Way workbook, just head to simplescrapper.com slash workbook to grab this free essential tool. And of course, I want you to remember that you have permission to scrapbook your way. <laughs>